Holding down the law, weighing in at a total combined weight of 525 pounds, John and Chris, the Bad Dirty Bum Podcast. Welcome to Several Hundred Fucks Unplugged. Right, fucks? And you are several hundred fucks? Yeah. In a trench coat? <laughs> several fucks in a trench Several hundred coat. fucks in a trench coat trying to buy liquor without an ID. Yeah. Right? What's up? Oh, just a bunch of shit I ain't gonna talk about. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, just fucking living the rock and roll lifestyle. It's a dreamy life. I'm also living the rock and roll st- lifestyle. Yeah. Doing drugs all day and fucking all night. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting week we've had. Yeah. How so? Start things off with a little sporty sport. We can sport sport. All right. Uh, So the first thing to get to is DeAndre Hopkins is a Tennessee Titan. He is. It's where receivers go to die. So R.I.P. DeAndre Hopkins. I'm thinking that DeAndre Hopkins might be R.I.P. Anyways, there's got to be a reason that the Titans and the Patriots are the only two teams that were in on him. Yeah. Um, you would think the Chiefs would be like, yeah, we could use one of you. You would think the Chiefs or the Bills would be very in- interested, but they were not. Yeah. Like, especially with the Stefan Diggs situation, like, I would expect the Bills to be like, okay, let's take a flyer on you for a year. Ring chase. Like, it's a win-win, really. Yeah. But I don't, I just, I think he might not be that good now. I think there might, yeah, there might be more to me that meets the eye there, but like, who's the best Tennessee Titans receiver of all time? Oh, of all time. Exactly. I mean, they've had some fine receivers. But, like, no one who's ever, like... A.J. Brown's pretty fucking good. What team does he play for? The Eagles, but, I mean, he was on the Titans. For two years, and then he went to the Eagles and had his best year. Uh, By 500 yards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know who was really good on the Titans? Kenny Britt. Uh, You know who's really good on the Titans? Derrick Henry. That's true. <laughs> you know why? Because receivers aren't shit in the Titans. They're I mean, game. right now they aren't. I can't think of any time the Titans had a good receiving core. Well, shall we go back in time? You can, you can feel free to go back in time and revisit this, but uh, Titans are... The Titans and... Jeez. Like, I can't even say the Browns anymore because they've had, like, for the past, like, 10 years, they've had, like, nothing but a revolving door of, like, really good receivers. Who's their really good receivers? Well, they, they had s- one. They had Gordon. They had OBJ. They had Jarvis Landry. Um, Landry was okay. Landry was okay, but he was a good locker room leader. Yeah, Landry was better on the better yeah. on the Dolphins. Dolphins, that's what we, yeah. And OBJ fucking sucked on the Browns, really. Uh, Gordon, Gordon was a monster. He did okay. He did okay in the Rams. Josh Gordon? No, OBJ. Oh, yeah, he was good on the Rams. He sucked when he was on the Browns. I don't think I, that was all his fault. I don't think it was either, but I mean, you could if you're a really good receiver, you can be good with a bad quarterback. I don't think it was a bad I also quarterback. Don't, I, also, I, think it, I just think it wasn't a good fit. I also don't think that OBJ was 
I think he was better than you than he should have been because he was so bad on the Browns. That's why you remember him being really good. Like he wasn't I don't like think he was like he wasn't as good as he was in New York, but no, um, exactly. Like he, just, he still had like a little bit of a renaissance. These are some really shitty receivers. That's what I'm saying. Like the Titans have never been a good receiving team. Derek Mason, he was good, um, but yeah, that's not a. And you'd be going back into the Oilers. That's what I mean. Like it's strictly Titans. And even then, I'm not talking about the Oilers. I can't even think like of even them. even the Oilers when they're in Tennessee for like two years or whatever. Um, the Steve McNair. Yeah, <laughs> like they still really didn't have anything in terms of receivers at that point. Okay, so the receivers in Tennessee suck. Nate Washington. Did they have Jerry Rice? I I look. I don't. I think Jerry Rice ended in the Seahawks. He didn't. He didn't retire a Titan. I thought he retired a Seahawk. I'm, all, I'm already on it. <laughs> all right, thank you. Uh, 49ers, Raiders, Seahawks, Broncos, and for the preseason, then he retired. So technically, he retired. A so he Bronco. got to the Titans and said, "Fuck this, I'm done." <laughs> he never got to the Titans. Oh, he never got. Oh, I thought you said preseason for the Titans. Broncos. Oh, okay. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. But he was on the he was on the Seahawks for two years, I think. No, just one year. But he had an okay year for the Seahawks. It's... Yeah, Hopkins not going to the Patriots. So the Patriots receivers are Devontae Parker, uh, Kendrick Bourne, Juju Smith-Schuster, and uh, Tyquan Thornton. Which I'm kind of okay with. Their receivers should be good enough. Because they have Hunter Henry and... Uh, and uh, Mike Gusecki. Gusecki, yeah. Yep, as tight ends, yeah. and I think those are they're good receiving. They uh, they just fucking like loaded up on mediocre talent. None of them suck. None of them suck. They're all B like at like B B plus players. If they're all moving in the same direction, that should be an okay offense. Yes, I agree. Um, Middle of the pack at best, but like it, it shouldn't be like it's not the Oakland Athletics of football offenses. They, they just gotta learn to like open that offense up a little bit. Everything can't be a dink and dunk. Because that's what teams. Well, they should be moving. They should be playing for fourteen, fifteen yards of play. I don't know about mid range. Their receivers are good enough. Their tight ends are good enough to be doing fucking Tom Brady shit. Yeah, what I'm what I mean is like they need to like mix things up. Plus, they're both white, so you know they're not going to murder anyone. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Uh, You know, the Grok wasn't going to any strip clubs in the middle of the night. Yeah, he was. (laughs) Yeah. Show me the tape. <laughs> he just didn't do anything stupid there, afterwards. There wasn't any helicopters following Gronk getting gas and getting shut out of going to the facilities. Um, th- that's <sighs> no, yeah, I know, Connie. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, like they just because when I was watching, I forget what game it was, but I was watching one game and their defense was just basically playing like a cover, like they'd have one safety back. And that was like one safety, fifteen yards off the ball. That is it. Every uh, every other ten players was either on the line or five yards behind the line, and that was it. And I'm just like, yeah, that's all you have to do every single play. Yeah, well, when Zappy comes in and they can move the ball, <laughs> maybe the defense is. I actually did watch that drive when he came in against the uh, the Bears in the second quarter the other day. I did, yeah, I did watch that drive. It was a good like. That's what they should be doing more of. Yeah, but but like. 
It was just a completely different style of play calling that I, for some reason they called for Zappy but not Mac. It was almost like they were trying to turn people against Mac Jones. Yeah, or let's Mac Jones sucks, and they're trying to they're I trying don't to. Think so. Yeah, I think Mac Jones sucks. I, I know you do, but I I don't think that's the case. I think uh, Mac Jones will not be the quarterback at the beginning of the let, season after let, this one. Let's look at the, how the Patriots operated in the offense last year. They pretty much benched Kendrick Bourne. They pretty much took him out of the equation. Like, we're not going to play you. Like, you're not going to be a factor. So, because he was, like, I don't know what it was, but I think he was, like, late for a meeting once. That sounds accurate for the Patriots. So, so they, but, like, usually it's, like, when, I, th- I remember that happened with uh, uh, Edelman, and or no, Welker, and they benched him for a quarter. They benched him for a quarter for the foot jokes. Yes. And you know what he did before the benching? He fair caught a punt. <laughs> punt returned, benched him for the first drive, I think is what it was, and then put him in the game. Yeah. So, like, they didn't even bench him. So, like, but, like, still, there was, like, a little bit of punishment, and then they're like, okay, we want to win football games. This past year, I don't think they, they wanted to win football games. I think they wanted to send messages. Well, that's why they kept putting Mac Jones in, because they wanted to lose football games. Which makes no sense And. So I think this year they're going to get their fucking the stick out of their asses and, and try to win some football games. Well, I think they were trying to win football games last year. I, I think there, was a, there were agendas. What was their agenda? To, uh, to finish in the worst possible spot? To make, to make you don't make any money off playoff games and you get a shittier draft pick? It's like the worst spot. So I think their agenda was to set a message that these, you have to listen to the coach. Like, I think it was a coach thing. That's a wild it's a wild take and i think that's why those coaches aren't here anymore i think that the uh because when you look at fucking what's his face's tenure in detroit nobody patricia nobody liked them there everyone yeah. had, like they sucked they didn't perform well and then he's gone and all of a sudden oh like it, we're not as bad as we used to be i mean you don't know that they're not as bad as they used to be a eh? the 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 top the fucking lions oh the law oh, the lions yeah that's what i know mean. oh, yeah they got Patricia. Patricia out of there. was a bad head coach. And the next year, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like a laughably, laughably bad. head coach. He was coach. a laughably bad offensive coordinator too. He's not an offensive coordinator. That's a. He shouldn't be a defensive coordinator. That's either. like. God, he should be a defensive coordinator. He won Super Bowls as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, they weren't very good. They weren't for the defense. They wouldn't have won one of those Super Bowls. They got better without him. No, they didn't. On defense, they did. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. What? On what planet? You're saying the 2021 defense wasn't as good as the 2018 defense? No. I'm, right. That's definitely what I'm saying. All right. The 2021? When they had a top five defense in the league? Yeah, for the first fucking 11 weeks, and then they sucked dick. The boogeymen? Yeah, the boogeymen were real fucking good. <laughs> Ask Deshaun Watson how scary that team was. What, they fucking put up 50 on them? We'll look up the 2021 fucking tw- fucking the year before that the defense was better in 2020 the the pandemic year so the pandemic year is the one you're talking about no the year after when they went to the playoffs the year after they didn't go to the playoffs yes, they did. the pandemic year they didn't the pandemic year they did not go to the playoffs the year after they did 
2020, they did not go to the playoffs. Okay. 2021, they went to the okay, playoffs. Okay, we got to get on the same fucking page about what we define as what season's which now. Are you pulling yours? The Super Bowl was in fucking no. 2008, so it was a 2008 season? No. Okay. So what year did the season start that we're talking about 2020 right was the pandemic year. Okay. 2021 was the Mac Jones year. So 2020 season was the pandemic year. That was, that was 2020, that was Cam Newton. Yes. Their defense blew ass. Yes. Yeah. So what, what are you talking about? 2021? Yes. The 2021 defense, they were mediocre at best. No, they weren't. <laughs> I, I seem to remember our quarterback go, being the uh, highest side after free agent. That, that he was, a, that he was a, yeah, he's, but he sucked. He sucks now. Yeah, because he. Yo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, so, yeah, there's a fucking 85 Bears over here. Did he have here. like 17 interceptions since 2021? He did not have 17 interceptions. Maybe 17? I'm, I'm making up. I'm, not one again, I'm making up a number. I'm, okay. It was like 10 interceptions or something like that. They've, they've had a, they were real good. 47 points to the Bills in the playoffs. Yeah, that was the last game of the... That was, that was the end. Okay. What, what happened in that first Bills game, though? <laughs> okay, so the Dolphins who were embarrassing that year so were they yes how were they embarrassing oh uh, those that, that was fitzpatrick and it looks that, that was the year before this was this was that was the two year it was the two year okay so they're still like we're like weren't gonna win a game at first they had no players Weren't they uh, play on the cusp of the playoffs team, and then we made it? Because I we, thought, I thought at the end of the year, I thought that they were playing for the worst record in the league, and then went to like an overtime game and beat the. That's a different story for a different day. I think that I think you're mixing up years, because I don't think they've been bad with Tua. Can I get some fucking scores over here? Okay, sixteen to seventeen against the Dolphins. What's so, yeah, that was the that was the uh, opening game opening yeah. game of that year. Yeah. So then the Jets they beat the Jets who were fucking real shitty. They, they were shit. Yeah. Yeah, six points to the Jets. All right, so Saints, they let up twenty eight points to the Saints. That's not good. Saints. That was the last Drew Brees year. Yeah. Then that Bucks game. That was a good game. <laughs> that was a good game. Yeah, they only lost because Nick uh, Fol- uh, Nick Folk missed a field goal. 20, 22 points to the Texans who were. Absolute shit. dog that shit dog that shit, year. Yeah. Um, then they lost to the Cowboys. They have 35 yeah. in overtime. Yeah, that was a... Uh, 35 is not a good number for a good but defense. after this, they started doing good. Well, the, the Jets, again, Jets shouldn't count, but we're going to look at it. The Jaguars shouldn't count. 13. To <laughs> <laughs> the Jaguars. <laughs> they give uh, up 10. Chargers, 24. Yeah, but they're a good offensive team. Panthers six, but again, like they had nothing. Browns, fucking, they fucked up the Browns that year. Yes, they did. like Falcons, they shut out. They fucked up the Browns because there was a uh, a punt recovery that they the Browns got, but one of the the guy who got it was out of bounds, so that was the Patriots ball. That was the only reason they won that game, and then they went off on them. Otherwise, the Browns were going to have momentum and probably win that game. They lost to the Colts, who were fucking. That was the worst game of the year. Dog shit against. Uh, aside from the Bills, the bill, the Bills, they Bills kicked the fuck out of them. Yeah, 
then the Jaguars they kicked the shit out of. And they lost. The, they couldn't stop the, the Dolphins. The, the Dolphins fucked him up in the last game of the season. Yep. So I mean, yeah. If you count the the awful teams that they kept under ten points, and the average, sure, they were great. There you go. But yeah, every but time that, they, that's that's every time they played a real team and the, and the Colts, <laughs> they get fucked up. And they were real fucking good the next year, too. Yeah. And now this year, oh, the Dolphins, we'll see what they were. Because I feel like the Dolphins weren't playing for anything, too. That was the other part. Give me you. No, the Dolphins were playing for to be spoilers at that point. The Dolphins went 9-8 and eight that year, so not, a, not abysmal. Yeah. yeah. But the Patriots were going to get into the playoffs no matter what, and I think the Dolphins were statistically out of it no matter what. So I think Well, they were trying play- to avoid the Bills, and they couldn't. But, but what, what I mean is, like, if the Patriots won that game, they would have had a better seed and wouldn't have had to play the Bills in the in the first round. Because at one point in the season, the Patriots were the number one seed that year. And so it was, like, two weeks or something like that. Yeah. And then they lost that, and they fell all the way down, down to six. And since the uh, the Bills were three, that means the Patriots and Bills. So if they won that game, they would have been up to the number five seed and would have played the... Tennessee Titans, I believe. No, the Titans were number one, so they would have played... The Bengals? Bengals faced the Raiders in the first round. Were the... No, because the, the wildcard teams were the... The Chiefs played the... Ra- no, the Chiefs played the, the, the Steelers. They would have placed the Bengals. They would have played the... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the Bengals were the lowest seed division winner. So, I think we would have fared a lot better against the Bengals that year. The Bengals made it to the Super Bowl that year, famously. I, don't, I was going to say, we, didn't, we wouldn't beat them, but they wouldn't have had the dog shit game that they had against the Bills. They, had a, they would have fared a lot better. Their offense is, is just as good, if not better, than the Bills. But what I'm saying is, they would have fared better against the Bills. The Bills kicked the shit out of the Patriots. It was the worst game I ever watched. Um Oh, you couldn't fare any worse, so I guess you're right. That's what I mean. Like, the, they probably would have lost, like, 31 to, like, 24. 30, maybe 17. Yeah. Something like that. They would maybe, maybe, like, 18 with a lot of field goals. But two touchdowns and three field goals or something like that. against. against the, it wouldn't have been as bad as it was, is what I'm saying. Now, Bailey Zappi, on the other hand. <laughs> Like I said, I think there was an agenda to, to play Bailey Zappi for the rest of the year. Why didn't they do it then? Because I think Bill shut that shit down real quick. Well, why was that? What well, if that was the agenda then? Because I think there were two Who, agendas. I who's think it, was, whose agenda was that? I think there was the Patricia Judge agenda, and then there was the Bill Belichick agenda. And the Bill Belichick agenda was to win no matter what. And the Patricia Judge thing was like, this is our offense. We're gonna call this the. Way Are you we out of your to. mind? Are you trying to say that there's a that Bill Belichick is Vince McMahon and somehow that Joe Judge and Matt Patricia were Ed Ferrara and yes. Vince Russo? Yes, this is that weird. is that is the greatest fucking thing you have ever said on this fucking podcast. Like, <laughs> that, like I am astounded how good of a comparison that is. That is a wild thing to say. No, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Then why is Joe Judge still there? He's up in the booth. Yeah, he can't hurt anybody he's anymore. His, he's his most tr- he's his most trusted employee now. Yeah, 
That's why he put Patricia there because he loves him so much. Yeah. But I think they had their their agenda, and I think Bill had his agenda, and they weren't they weren't in sync. And that's why when Matt Patricia left, everyone was like, "Thanks, for, thanks for coming. See you later. Have a good trip." Bailey Zappi's court, quarterback ratings. He did good. One hundred seven point four yeah. against the the Packers. Yeah. One hundred even against the Lions. Twenty nine nothing. That ended up being a good offense. That's not really a fair one, but um, the Bra- the Browns after, after the the Patriots beat the Lions, the Lions went on a kind of a tear and almost made the playoffs. Yeah, if, if it was the if the Seahawks had lost that game, the Lions would have been playing for the playoffs. Yeah, and then the Lions did the biggest dick thing you can do, and then they like tried super hard against the Packers. Like the the most Dan Campbell thing you could possibly do was like, well, we can't make the playoffs, but we can make sure they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, and they They're like in division. Yeah, yeah. that's and what you do. The, the pack the Packers took a lead and thought that they were gonna lay down Close and then they kicked the shit it was the best sunday night football game i ever watched yeah um that's definitely not true the best sunday night football game i ever watched was uh fourth and three. Fourth and three remind i'm i'm not when um the def- the patriots defense was so bad that instead of punting on their own 20 something yard line they went for it on fourth and three and didn't get it on a Passed to Kevin Falk against, I believe it was the Colts. What year? This must have been like 2005 or six. No, 2010. Okay. Let's say. Yeah, that's probably when Kevin Falk was on the team. Oh, it was definitely Kevin Falk. Um, I'm just trying. I'm, I can't place the year that he. I'm going to just type there. in fourth and three. <laughs> Patriots fourth and three. No, not even. Never. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have. That's a different one. The, yeah, so Colts had a, a the Colts shit play the um, the fake punt shows up before the fourth and three play, but they really took it over. Um, Patriots always kind of do that, like cute shit. Like they went up fourteen against the the Eagles one game. The and, mortar kick. Yeah, that's what was exactly what I was gonna say. They always try that cute shit, and then that, and then it winds up biting them in the ass. Wow, they really come on. Where is it? Come on. It was fourth and two. Come on, continue. <laughs> so it was 2017. Okay. Wow. It was that recent? Oh, it was 2009. They just posted <laughs> the video in 2017. Okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. I'm watching the play right now. It's on their own 25. And it looks like he got it, too. That's the worst part. Oh, well. Not much you can do about it now. Nope. <laughs> they didn't want to give Peyton Manning the ball back. Um, That's how long ago it was. Fucking, what was I going to say? Fucking Tom Brady, what a bitch. What, about, what, what are you making of the, uh, the running back situation we got going on right now? They're going to they're gonna sign... Uh, well, Dalvin Cook is... Dalvin, yeah. But uh, I was saying like more in, uh, around the league, like Ezekiel Elliott, I, I don't think he has a job. Um, he's got no job here either th- but i'm just saying like in the league like dalvin cook didn't get a contract uh tony pollard didn't get a contract who else tony pollard um josh jacobs, josh jacobs and um yeah. saquon barkley saquon barkley so you're Did, looking there at- so uh tony pollard signed his um he, he, oh, s- he, he signed his uh so he'll have to do his uh, franchise he'll have to do the 
the training the preseason stuff now. The yeah. other guys aren't signing theirs, so they don't have to do that. No, the they they had until stuff. last night, which yeah. was just Tuesday. So, so now they're out until they want until basically the season starts is when they'll sign it, so they can get their game checks. Running backs or Saquon Barkley has a leg to stand on, but like what I'm looking at is like elite quarterbacks from around the league. Like if you look at the past like seven years, all these guys are are. If you think about fantasy, their first round running backs, their first round picks, first second round, except for maybe Tony Pollard. I think you know. Do you remember when Michael Turner like randomly was like he was um, Ladanian Tomlinson's backup, and then he went to the Falcons. It was just good as fuck for three years. And how uh, Cordero Patterson did the same thing. Cordero Patterson's his own thing. There's no there's no comparison to Cordero Patterson. Well, I'm just being like they were like. Deeper in the depth chart and other teams, but still like good well, players. Michael and they, Turner and they was went a, to the Falcons, and all of a sudden they had the best seasons of their career. Michael Turner was a backup running back, mm-hmm. like so, like he plays running back. Coral Patterson was a gadget player, and then all of a sudden he's a running back. Is pretty like that's pretty crazy to just switch to every down to th- three down back like that deep into your career. That is, he was a receiver forever. That's that's pretty unique. Patterson being a running back. I thought he was a running back in Chicago, and then he came here, and we used him sort of more in special teams, and then we, no, we he, threw him into the No, he was a receiver. Field. All right. Yeah, he was. He he would line up every once in a while here. That's what I mean. Like, here, we started to introduce him that way, and he was more of a special teamer, but then he went to Atlanta, and now he, and then he became, like, the RB1. Yeah, it was, which is, it, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's, like, I think, like, I can't think of anyone else who did that besides him. Yeah. I mean, it probably is someone else. But that's what I mean. Just like going to Atlanta and suddenly you're the best running yeah, back. Yeah, I think that's. What, I, I just think that now that Elliott's gone, Tony Pollard's going to be a really good running back for three or four years. Like he'll he'll lead the league in yards next year. Ooh, I don't know about that. Um, he's got a lot of good competition, stiff competition, and I think the the way the Cowboys are going to play it, there's going to be another Tony Pollard behind Tony Pollard. That's the way they always do it. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's so around the league, I think they're going to do more committee stuff and. Um, it's not devaluate like devaluing the position, but it just basically means that like they're on the the ownership and the GMs and the coaching are all undervaluing the position. So now you guys are all interchangeable cogs instead of like standout players. They they kind of are, yes. So you look around the league and you look at like some of the best running backs in the league don't have contracts right now. And I think that's like I said, not devaluing. They're just undervaluing it. So these guys who have sort of excelled for the past five, ten years uh, not that quite, quite that long, but five years. Yeah, ten years is a productive <laughs> running back for a long league, time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the shelf lights, the shelf lights life is low, and like <clears throat> honestly, like the difference between a like if there was a war, um, stat for running backs, it they wouldn't be all that far off. Yeah, like if you're a, a running back who makes a roster, like you could probably step in and start. I mean, some of them, some people are worse than others, obviously, yeah. but. Yeah, exactly. Like, like if your if your line's good, you should be able to run the ball pretty effectively. But like you look at there, a are, te- there are exceptions. You though. look at a team like the Bengals. Joe Mixon just took a pay cut. Yeah, like that. Around Joe the Mixon league. isn't the focal point of that offense. Yeah, exactly. He's a very good running back, and he should probably want to stay there. But like, that's a good situation to be in. Well, yeah. Also, like you have you have a really good passing game, and all you need is a competent running. Like if game. he tries to hold them up for money, he's like, man, will you fuck off? We got three receivers we got to pay, and Joe Burrow. Like, yeah. Like if you want to hang out, cool, but like dude, you can go hang out with Geo in fucking Tampa Bay right now. 
<laughs> oh man, poor Giovanni Bernard. He's probably out of the league at this point. Eh, Tampa Bay is not going to do anything. He could, you could, he could make the the Bucks. Yeah, but he could barely make the Bucks last year. Is Fournette gone from the Bucks now? I don't think Burnett, uh, Fournette has a job. Yeah, there's another one. Like five years ago, he was one of the best running backs in the league. Um, I don't think he. Oh, he technically is on the Bucks, I guess. So, I bet he's not. I bet he doesn't play football week one. I could. I could see a lot of these guys not playing football week one. I don't think Ezekiel Elliott plays football week one. I was going to say the same thing. I was like, maybe like a team who needs a running back, like picks him up later. Like maybe like. Pollard, Pollard tears his quad for week one. I was going to say, you, you need like a team that like someone gets hurt. Uh, and the Rams are going to be fucking bad next year. Rams are going to be bad. Um, but a team that's going to be good is going to be the Ravens. And um, maybe they pick them up as sort of like an insurance policy. Yeah, they, they seem to do that every Because <laughs> like, they signed OBJ, so he's going to be playing for them. Um, what, what a fucking shit offense. They have uh, fucking Mark Andrews. Yeah, I guess he's the, pretty. Their quarterback is their offense. Their quarterback is their offense, yeah. So they're just going to have like whoever they can muster up as receiver, OBJ, and um, Mark Andrews is going to be their primary target. But if you put like Ezekiel Elliott on the, on the Ravens, that could be a, a pretty hard to, to match run game right there with Lamar and him. That, I, I could see that as being a fun team to watch. It's uh, they always seem like they should be a fun team. He's like, well, they got Michael Vick pretty much, so it's good. But then they go watch <laughs> he really him. Really is the new Michael Vick. Yeah, I mean, you watch him and you're like, all right, Jackson has seventy rushing yards and one hundred and eighty passing yards, and it seems like they can't move the fucking ball. Like it's, it, whenever they play a bad team who does like doesn't plan on him like just bombing the ball wide open, like they they just can't score. They do struggle. Like they always struggle against the Bengals and I feel like the Dolphins, they always stall against them. Oh, they fucked up the Dolphins one year. I remember that. They you might be right, but I just remember that that I mean, one year where the Dolphins were really bad. Okay, yeah. Like there was like it seemed like they were gonna be the worst team and it, like well, I mean, I guess you can only be so much worse. But like, it looked like they weren't gonna win a game for a little while. I but they they ran up to score week one on them, I think. Like what was that, twenty twenty, twenty nineteen season? I don't recall that one. I'm go. I'm gonna go ahead and pull that up. Yeah, pull that up. But yeah, I, I just feel like I feel bad for the running backs. Like as as much as I could feel bad for a billionaire athlete not getting what they're paid. Yeah, they lost fifty nine to ten. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, then, then they lost forty three nothing to the Patriots the next week. But, this was this was the um. Oh, oh my God! I forgot his name. Patriots guy, suing the NFL. Suing not the Joe NFL? Judge. The oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why can't I think of his name? Because we're racist. We're gaming racists. We're gaming racists. <laughs> uh, shit! He coached the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Why, why can't I think of his name? I can't think of his name either. Fuck. I'm an idiot. All right, it's fine. We'll figure <laughs> it out. Um, Lamar Jackson, 17 for 20, 324 and five touchdowns. That was the rain game, wasn't it? 
Um, I don't think so. They didn't win till week nine. They ended up beating the Patriots. That's that was the week. Oh, that was the game that they should have. The Patriots needed to win that to get the bye. And then they end up losing to Tennessee. Tennessee in, in the uh, yeah. wild card weekend. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. That was because that was when they started 8 0 and Tom Brady was miserable. Yeah, this was the boogeyman year. <laughs> yeah, this was the boogeyman year. Yeah, they had Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen for three weeks. <laughs> Oof. Josh Rosen. What wow. could have been? Wow. Remember, I remember back in the day. Uh, when Josh Rosen was like, uh, they were looking to get rid of him. I was like, send him here. Yeah. No, Josh. No, <laughs> How wrong was I? No, Josh Rosen was, he was dollar store Sam Bradford. Yeah. Yeah. He's Sam Bradford without the millions of dollars. <laughs> Sam Bradford made so much fucking money in the NFL. He got, he got like three contracts. Was, he, he probably made more money than Tom Brady did during those years. Oh, not, not career. I mean, like for those during years. those years, I think he definitely did. <laughs> Just the insanity of the NFL. Hold I on, love it. Highest paid quarterback by year. Let's see. <laughs> I just want to by, by year. Who were uh, the one who paid Sam Bradford to basically not play for him? Was it the Vikings? Was it the Vikings or the Rams? Oh, the Rams drafted him, so... Okay, so it was the Vikings. They gave him a big contract, and then he played, like, two games, and they're like, ah, you're done. I, I think he played, like, first half of the season. No, that's got, what I mean. Like, it, it wasn't, like... He got hurt, and then uh, that was the, um... Not Kellen Clemens, uh... Oh, my God, what's his fucking name? He came in, they got he got him to the NFC Championship game, but then they lost to Foles. What the fuck was his name? He was the quarterback for the the I think the Broncos the next year, and then he was on football team. Case Keenum. Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, I think he got Case Keenumed. A lot of a lot of names at the tip of my tongue that I'm not getting. <laughs> yeah. I uh, should I? He's a I forget his name, but he's like the defensive coordinator on the uh, Steelers now, I believe. He is. He's okay, working. so I, uh, so I know who you're talking about. I just forget his name, and I'm a bad person for it. Dolphins coach list. It's Joe something. Bro, it's Brian. Brian Flores. Brian, Fro thank you. Yeah. Not to be confused with uh, Nick Saban. <laughs> um, so I. Uh, Tony Sperano's dead. I forgot about that. You know, I. I didn't realize Terry Glenn was dead till today. He is? Terry Glenn is dead. Crashed his car and launched himself out of it. And his kid's dead, too. When? What year was this? 2019, maybe? Oh. I probably remember that happening at the time, and it just slipped my mind, because probably a, a billion other things were happening. Yeah, I think it was like right before the pan, the, the old pandy. Yeah, and, and the Brady thing was going on. The pandemic thing was about to start. AEW just kicked off. A lot, a lot going on in the world. <laughs> New 24-hour gas station down the street. <laughs> right, exactly. I had a lot on my plate. Um, but no, staying on the topic of football real quick, um, I made a joke 
about the running back situation, I was like, if the NFL is actually scripted, the running backs are the writers because they aren't getting paid. Yeah. And you want to know how much I hate Facebook? <laughs> so I'm not going to say his name, but here's a response. Here's a response. I'm just going to show you the picture of the response I got. Um, I'm not, I'm not even going to show you the thing because he, it was basically like four paragraphs. Here's, here's a picture. A picture of the response to the joke I got. A multi-paragraph response. <laughs> okay, why would they like obviously get yeah, that's the fucking? It's, it's a it's a picture. So, oh, it's a picture. So <laughs> that's why I was like, um, but uh, and I don't want you to see my ludes. Okay, just kidding. No, I'm I'm joking. It's on a. I think this is on Discord, so it doesn't matter. But uh, I I wanted to get to the next picture too. Um, so here's the response I gave. <laughs> So I'm like trying to explain, like, this is, this is a joke. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to have a laugh at a a, a situation that doesn't matter. Like it's, it's about good vibes is what I'm trying to say. People are. (laughs) So I'm not even going to say what he said, but it's multi-paragraph response. Dead serious about like the, how, how running backs are like analyzed and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, this is, you know, there's a writer's strike and. There's a joke about the NFL being scripted, which people should stop doing, really. It's it's stupid when people try to make it a serious... Like, the NFL is scripted. Like, they try to say the joke, but serious. Like, just why is everyone so fucking dumb? I, thank you. That's I can't wait to get off of fucking social media. <laughs> all I gotta do is delete this Instagram. I like Instagram, though. It's always good vibes on Instagram, really. I just have so little to say usually. No, but you you always have like good stuff on your on your thing. On sometimes your I, sometimes I'm rolling, sometimes I'm not. Yeah. I got hot minor threat takes in 2023. Yeah. Every, every once in a while I'll find a picture of Dusty Rhodes just getting some sun, <laughs> touching under his butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't know. Why do if if someone is clearly joking? Why are you making a serious response to it? Because this person has a no f- is a fuddy duddy. <laughs> <laughs> They're no fucking fun. They you, they you like just, the, you just named the episode fuddy, fuddy duddy. duddy. Yeah. Good luck spelling that. Whoever else is fuck. Uh, <laughs> Big duddy. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, boy. You, uh, big Daddy looks like um, Frazier's dad if he was big and fat and a wrestler. <laughs> big Daddy Crane. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of Martin Crane uh, with an English I, accent right now. <laughs> I I just said Big Daddy Oi, Crane. Frazier. God damn it! <laughs> I feel like I just named the episode twice. <laughs> Funny Daddy, Big Daddy. <laughs> no, it was Big Daddy Crane. Big Daddy Crane, <laughs> Big Daddy Crane uh, quote, funny Daddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. You can just be funny Daddy. Oh, uh, no. I like both. Okay. We're doing both. Uh, <laughs> Oi, fries. Uh, Where's the remote to the telly? <laughs> Haystack Niles. He's a big fat guy now. I'm just trying to picture all of them English. Oh, why is Big Daddy's like young boy servant? <laughs> no. Big Daddy had like a boy servant. 
Big Daddy. Amazing. Big Daddy and Little Boy. It's just called Boy. Are you thinking of the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode? Big Daddy Rustler. I know so little about Big Daddy. Uh, he was initially a heel, and then he would team in with giant haystacks, and then he became a, uh, then he's a baby face, or goody. That's what happens. The young heels become the old baby faces. Maybe he didn't have a boy. <laughs> oh, and boy. He, was, he was a blue eye. Blue eye. Here's for you. Anyway, later. Did he, he? I could swear he had a boy. God damn it! <laughs> Did Big Daddy have a boy? boy? Uh. While you're searching for that, let me get you. Yeah, let me find Big Daddy's boy. Uh. <laughs> I can only imagine the results you're getting. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm being careful. A lot of pictures of uh, of uh, viscera coming up. <laughs> the world's largest love machine is a little boy. No, none of them are uh, old humping vis. <laughs> old humping vis. <laughs> Jesus Christ! To to people who don't know what we're talking about right now, out of context, this probably sounds. I awful. think that they know what we're talking about yeah, if, if they are listening. God. Oh, finally, I found a picture of Big Daddy and a boy. Oh, that might be a girl. That's a girl. Well, I mean, whatever it is. <laughs> this is the weirdest conversation ever. Have you been uh, following the uh, Red Sox at all? Yeah. <laughs> I've actually been following every game for some reason. Eight of their last nine. <laughs> I mean, the, I did uh, not expect them to start winning games when the, after the All-Star break because they won five in a row before. So I was like, pretty much how the season has gone is they win five, they lose five. Two out of three against the Cubs was uh, nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah. They look like they were. <laughs> did you watch the end of that game Sunday? No. The position player came in, pitched for the Cubs, Um, and he was throwing like 37 mile an hour pitches. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, another good. They got more games against Oakland, so yeah. So those were they they won like seven or nothing the other day, um, which is they threw a combined one hit, combined one hitter last night with 18 strikeouts. The A's are so fucking bad. They're bad, but it's it's a good it's good that they're doing that now, and not losing those games because, like, it makes you worry if they if they start losing those types of games. Why if if you beat up the bad teams That's and you like and you like in this division they need to be respectable against like good teams. They should make the playoffs because they are uh, a a half game up on the Yankees right now. They're not in last place. Yeah, anymore. they're yeah they're winning games, so they they're, should be. Every team in this league is above fifty games, I think, and the Yankees are in last place. I mean, they're banged up too, but they're still not a bad team. Because um, they, they got like some shit teams that they're facing after the, it, except for the Braves. They got the Braves. Yeah, that's gonna be rough. <laughs> that's gonna be some tough stuff. Yeah, um, they're the best team in the league right now. Um, they're a game ahead of the Rays, who are still in first place in the AL and the AL East. So they got two more against the against the A's. They should they should sweep the A's. I mean, they won't. They'll probably lose two in a row. <laughs> and then 
the Mets are pretty fucking mediocre too. The Mets if, are surprisingly if, bad. If not, if, if are they I, bang, I haven't been following them. Are they banged up? Uh, no, I just think that they sh- they've been shitty. It's bad. Okay. Like like they they put they needed pitching, so they bought two forty something year old pitchers. Well, I knew they brought in Scherzer and uh, Verlander. Yeah, yeah, they're trying Verlander, to twenty thirteen Scherlander and Verzer. <laughs> when you have a Scherlander and a Verzer, I remember listening to that. Yeah, we could, we could bring back fucking Poppy for the for the uh, series. That was another thing. There was a thing about how uh, he wants to do like a Legends home run derby thing. Yeah, yeah. Put it in my veins. <laughs> like, you can you we, imagine you him, Griffey, Frank Thomas. I was gonna say David Ortiz, David Ortiz, Alex Griffey. Rodriguez. Like all those guys. Who yeah, pro- still probably sock some dingers. Maybe Mark McGuire. Oh yeah, <laughs> McGuire starts. Barry Bonds comes out, and he's just fucking still his giant fucking beach ball head. His head is the size of one of my guitars. Yeah, <laughs> the acoustic. Just Barry Bonds DK mode. Yeah, Braves, Giants, Mariners. They got. And then they got Royals and Tigers back to back. So I mean, they so should. So I think I think four of those five series are winnable. I mean, just don't suck. That's you're seven games over five hundred right now. That's, seven games over five hundred. Uh, a game? Like, are they a game and a half back in the wild card? I think they are. I think they're the first place runner up to the wild card right there's now. There's three wild card teams, right? Yes. Okay. So I think they're number one. In line to, and they're only like a game yeah. They're behind the Astros, yeah, by well one and a half games. But the Astros, the Astros haven't played. They've played one less, I think, is what it is. Mm. So they're right there. Like surprisingly enough, this team. Like I said at the beginning of the year, before it started, I was like, I kind of like this lineup, and I think they might be able to. I think their lineup's the problem. Really? Yeah, they're gonna go cold. They're not good enough to hit consistently, and their fielding blows. Their fielding was bad. Their offense isn't good enough for They've how bad better. the fielding is. I They've guess. gotten better. Could not get worse. Yeah. In, like, late May, early June, it was it was. But rough. even, like, right before, like remember the, right before the All-Star break, they had that A's game that they almost lost. They should have yes. lost. Yeah. And they're fucking, there's errors in the field in the first inning, and, like, the shit team takes a lead. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have to come back against them. You should... Even, like, fucking... The, yeah. But I think, like I said, they're getting better because they're, they're more consistently winning decisively and not they're not making those errors as much right well, now. They have to put... They're not making... Because they have people hitting 170 <laughs> fucking playing second base. Yeah. But that, that, that also is canceled out by... Uh, uh, fucking, what's his name? Masataka Yoshida. He's streaky. Like, he's streaky, but he's doing really well. Like, he's having a much better year than I thought he would. He's hitting way more home runs than I thought he would. He is hitting, I mean, he wasn't supposed to hit any home runs. That's what I mean. He was supposed to be more of a contact player, but yeah. he's hitting a ton of home runs. He was supposed to be uh, Ichiro who didn't hit for average. Because Ichiro didn't hit a lot of home runs. Yeah, I know, but, like, I thought he was supposed to be, like, a, a, around a 300 hitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's just hitting way better. Maybe a little bit less. Yeah, well, you know, give or take, around 300. Yeah, like two, two, to me, 293 is 300. 300's high nowadays, too. It's very high, yeah. It's because more people hit for power than for... for well, because a, a strikeout's better than a, than a uh, ground out. A lot of strikeouts and now. 
they're I mean, eighteen the other night for the Red Sox. It's yeah, pretty friggin' good. Swing, swing away. You it's like it's like uh it's like three pointers. Go big or go home. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So like teams that are good, like uh, I guess the Red Sox is one of them. like they'll just strike the fuck out all the time. Yeah. But I mean, like at the same time, they're one of the best. They're, no, I think they're the best offense in the league, and that's like I said, was the Red Sox. Yeah, are they now? I think they're the best offense in the league. I'm pretty sure most RBIs. Yeah, they when, strand a lot of base players. Though is, is their problem. So they could be even better if they were more consistent. Most runs per game because their pitching is is below average, um, but. That it, their offense is so good that it's what's winning them ball games right now. So they have, they just you know it's funny that you say that. The uh, they're now they're in fifth for most runs per game. Most okay. Um, and they are five point zero six, and that's the magic number. If you have if you average five runs or more a game, usually you're a very good team. Yeah. And who's above them? Uh, I'm gonna say the Rays, Braves. Um, the Braves is one of them. Maybe Toronto. Nope. Oh, the Rays are one of them. I'm sorry. Um, Rays, Braves. Best teams in the league. Yeah. Are you thinking NL two? Oh yeah, NL two. Okay, that's what I was getting confused on. So, um, it's 2023. We don't separate the American and National League anymore. Interleague <laughs> play is regular. Like I, people who say, like, yeah, they have the f- the fifth highest blank in the American League. Like, who gives a fuck? Um, it's baseball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna say those two clearly because they're, they're over 60 games right now. Yeah. Also, when one of them is an American League team. Um. I want to say maybe the Orioles. No, there's seven. Okay. Seven in the they've kind of dropped off a little bit. Um, and Toronto's 15. Yeah, it's so, the Dodgers. So I was gonna say, um, yeah, okay, so you gave me the Dodgers. I was gonna say Astros. No, Astros are <laughs> 10. Uh, the Rangers are number one. Oh, yeah, the Rangers. Yeah, yeah, sorry, but yeah. The, the, I, I keep on forgetting that they're actually good this year. There's number six, Angels. Well, that's, I mean, they have uh, Shohei. They do, but that's... Who, who's just the fucking the they, man right now? <laughs> they, 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 they average almost five runs Sho- a game, and they Sho- still suck. Shohei Otani is really kind of bringing baseball back a little bit. Like, him and Judge... Judge is out right now, but him, Judge, Trout um, are really kind of keeping baseball and, like, sort of, like, the forefront of people's minds. I mean, Otani definitely is. Shohei Otani right now, because Trout and Judge are out, mostly. But Yeah, and Trout, Trout doesn't move. Trout's been the best player in baseball for he sort of 10 it, years now, yeah, and don't give a fuck about him. Well, no, he's, he's sort of kept, he's like the Bret Hart of the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. <laughs> he's like, he's just boring. Yeah, yeah. Like, who, who gives a fuck about him? He's, he's really good. <laughs> he's really good. He's a good baseball player, but it's like... Snooze hey. fest. He's like Chris Mullen. That's why I was. I was. <laughs> Chris Mullen is the Bret Hart of the NBA. <laughs> Steve Nash is the Bret Hart of the NBA. He's Canadian. Yeah. Greatest Canadian athletes of all time. I mean Wayne Gretzky. With- <laughs> Wayne Gretzky is the greatest Canadian athlete of all time. Yeah. Can you uh, even really debate it? No. 
Like who? Like Wayne Gretzky is the greatest hockey player, probably of all time. He's the greatest. He's the great one. <laughs> he's the Rock. <laughs> Best Canadian athletes of all time. Like of all type. They're, they're all going to be hockey players. Uh, nope. Ferguson Jenkins. Gordy Howe. Yeah. Sidney Crosby. Uh, George St. Pierre. I'm trying to find one of those. If, you, if you're going to George St. Pierre, you have to say Brock Lesnar now. Andrew Wiggins. He's fucking Canadian. Larry Walker. There you go. Justin Morneau. Mark Tokesbury. I want to see if uh, Andrew Wiggins is actually Canadian. It befits his Canadian heritage. Born amidst the scenic beauty of Thornhill. (laughs) Is that where you were born amidst? Yeah. Scenic beauty of Malden. (laughs) Winchester. Winch. That's where my uh, my dad was born. Winchester. Twins. <laughs> Twinsies. Hey, burnt birth brother, you gotta help me. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. I don't know. Red Sox are good right now. They are, have been good. So it's it, and, and baseball this year is probably the best year of baseball. Baseball's Jeez. the best it's been for a long time. I haven't watched as much as I usually do, too. 2018 was good for the as a Red Sox fan, but it was bad as a, a baseball viewer. 2021 was good as a Red Sox fan, too. That was a fun postseason for like a day or two. Yeah. Um, but I think this is probably like the, the best year overall for baseball since probably like the, the mid-2000s. You know why? Pitch clock. Pitch clock. It's pitch clock. absolutely the pitch clock. Pitch clock. I was at opening day, and my God, was it probably the best baseball game I've ever attended at Fenway Park. Like, I've seen some pretty cool stuff at Fenway, but, like, that was probably, like, like I've been to, like, multiple opening days, probably, like, four, and that was probably the best one, game-wise. game, game wise. I was at the opening day game where uh, we got Jose Canseco. <laughs> this is before the ball bounced off his head, right? <laughs> I think this was after Toronto. Yeah, this might have been like the '95. Oh season. yeah, it was Texas. With Texas, ball. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Because that's also where he pitched and in, in, uh, fucking needed Tommy John after the warm up. <laughs> so yeah, we had move on and Jose Canseco on the Red Sox. <laughs> I don't remember who we had pitching, but it couldn't have been good. <laughs> was tim wakefield on in 1994 no idea was he on the pirates still he was 28 years old i don't know what team he was uh he was on before that but yeah eric hansen i have zero memory i don't remember anyone on that list except for tim wakefield yeah and eric hansen went 15 and 5 Zane Smith, no memory of him. He went eight and eight, and Von Eshelman, which I kind of remember a little bit. Going, you say nineteen ninety five? Yes. Yeah. So you, he, you, why didn't he play in two in ninety four? But uh, yeah, he does his first year on the Red Sox. Yeah. Oh, ninety four was a strike year. 
That's why I didn't play 94. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. But I I look at this lineup that the Red Sox had going in uh, 1995. So you had, uh, probably leading off, you had Luis Alisea or John Valentin, who are second base and shortstop. Uh, You had Mo Vaughn, Jose Canseco, uh, John Valentin, Mike Greenwell, Lee Tinsley, and Troy O'Leary. That's pretty average. Well, Mo Vaughn won the MVP with a 300 average. Uh, and uh, but Mike, John so, Valentin hit 298. Tim Nering hit 307. Mike Greenwell hit 297. Uh, Jose Canseco hit 306. And Troy O'Leary hit 308. So they had... Batting averages used to be higher, too, though. Their, their worst starting player uh, was their catcher. He had 225, Mike McFarlane. These are the old days where you had a speed guy lead off or speed slash average guy lead off. The catcher couldn't hit for dick. <laughs> exactly. it. Like everyone on that team is batting around 300. Do you know what? Like, next, next up is uh, 270, Luis Alisea. And then 284, Lee Tinsley. After that, everyone's hitting around 300. Tim Wakefield's first year in the league, he was 8-1. and one. <laughs> Yeah, Tim Wakefield has always had a good record. It's the knuckleballs, man, I'm telling you. Not always. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I painfully am well aware, not What's always. What's that when he was fucking, oh, the 2009. There was, yeah, there was that first, uh, one year you just like, he, he was like fucking 8 or 9-0 and oh before the All-Star game. And he yeah. should have got the start and he didn't get the start. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then there was the 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 uh, R. A. Dickey year. R. A. Dickey two weeks in a row on this podcast. Yep, I think there you go. It's the R. A. Uh, cast. They uh, he was gonna start the All Star game, but they like Yadi Molina was supposed to be the starting catcher, but he couldn't catch a knuckleball. I think was what it was, or like they had to get him like a special glove or something stupid. It was really dumb. <laughs> oh no! The, I think it was the Cardinals backup catcher. Because Molina was hurt? Someone weird. Or the Phillies catcher. That's what it was. Carlos Ruiz. Look at me. There you go. That's some useless fucking information I pulled right out of my ass. Extremely useless. Yeah. Anytime we're talking about like old time baseball stuff. This isn't even old. This is like 2011. (laughs) Yeah. But like anytime we're talking about baseball of yesteryear, it's entirely useless information. Carlos Ruiz no longer plays. He hasn't played since 2007. They call him, no. No, you call him Chooch, I think. Because Ivan Rodriguez was Pudge. Like, yeah, <laughs> nicknamed Chooch. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, Wikipedia. It's a terrible nickname. Chooch? Yeah. Yeah, 2012, he was the... Uh, he was an all-star. He caught R.A. Dickey in the all-star game. R.A. Dickey. Let's get his baseball baseball <laughs> reference getting fucking big, big work this week. Big, big work. Big, big work. 20 and 6 is a pretty good record. Then uh, he wasn't very good after that. Yeah. Or before that. 20 and 6 is 
It's like a Rick Porcello type of one year only. 14, yeah. <laughs> is it, this is, these are some pretty Rick Porcello numbers, actually. 20 and 6. But yeah, R.A. Dickey's 20 and 6 was way more impressive than, like, he was, like, he was for sure the best pitcher in the league yeah. at the end of the year. Then 14 and 13, and then another 14 and 13. Yeah, that's, that's with bad. 34 games started. Yeah, it's a lot of losses. It's a lot of, oh, you're a knuckleball pitcher in, in the AL East, so. Yeah. Not a great place for you. And if anyone's going to find out how to hit a knuckleball, it's the Red Sox. Yeah. And 10 and 10 on Atlanta. He's, look out, he's a 500 pitcher for most of his career. Yeah. Um, closing out, rounding things out, going to. Uh, rounding third, going to home. Going to uh, the AEW Dynamite show tomorrow. Uh, what do you expect to see? Guts. Well, it's Pac on the. Pac was the last guy on the bad guys, and uh, Kotobushi's the last guy on the good guys. Who's taking the ridiculously fake looking bump this year? <laughs> yeah, Sammy Guevara's not in this. Uh, who's, who's breaking their legs so bad they quit the company this year? God. Um. Jeez. Who's taking the bump? Kenny took a bump. Uh, got the stadium stampede. He, he, well, he did it to Sammy, so. <laughs> if, if Sammy were in this match, I would say Sammy and Kenny, but. Um, I don't know. I half expect Kota Bushi to turn on Kenny. And he joins. And join Don Callis. Don, Don Callis has his his Jap, Japan boys. Um, he uh, yeah. So that way you have Kota Bushi versus Kenny Omega heading into the stadium. That'll that'll push some tickets, I think. What if, uh, I don't know. Wheeler, is Wheeler Yuta in this match? He is, yeah. Should he be taking this bump? I don't know. Up to him. Because <laughs> they're definitely not going to, is there two rings? Two rings, yeah. It's, it's war games. I couldn't remember if theirs had two rings or not. Yeah. Does that mean all of, that means all of Dynamite has two rings. Yeah, all of Dynamite, Fun yeah, stuff. And Rampage, so it's going to be a, uh. Uh, they call it Royal Rampage. Royal Rampage. Yeah, I'm expecting some battle royal type shit to go down. World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> That'd not be a good name for it. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, what's the closest? What's the closest thing to a Nazi like, character? Like a JBL comes out of retirement. But that's <laughs> that's what uh, logically, if Three Rings is World War Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, why. I, I, that's why I called it that. Yes. I'm saying. There's four rings. It'd be World War Four, and if you have World War Three and Four on the same night, you can call it World Wars Three and Four, like the Carnivore song. <laughs> there you go. It could be the really depressing theme. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's All very right. exciting. Should be very fun. Yeah, I'll have a, a full report next week. Yeah, you can tell me all about it. Yeah, I'm. Probably not going to watch it. So yeah. I watched the Adrian Adonis. Uh, we have not dark talked side. about the dark sides in a while. Yeah, I missed a few. I watched the Adrian Adonis one. He uh, was really, really fat in that match with uh, Greg Gagne. <laughs> um, 
whatever. It's funny how, yeah, I know. It's just funny. I like, I like the stories of him beating people up. But yeah, I, I tried to watch the Onita one, uh, but. The one from last season? I, I couldn't get a good uh, episode of it. But you tried to watch it recently? Yeah. Because I, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Um, if you want to watch the recent ones, go and watch wrestling. I probably should do that. I haven't done that in years. I watched the can. I've seen the Candido one. I saw the uh, Matt Bourne one. Yes, I've seen those. And I saw the Adonis one. I haven't watched Junkyard Dog or the. I've Grams. watched the JYD and Grams one. Um, so you watched everything from the season except yeah. for oh, you, everything's from the season. You're caught up. So, um, I guess I missed them. I thought I missed them, but I didn't because I didn't watch them for a while. But yeah, I watched the JYD one and the. Uh, not the JYD one's like not accurate. They focused a lot on his drug use and they tried to make it more of like a don't do drugs kids type of episode. Well, it looks like when he went to WWF, it's like they they booked him wrong, but he really, he just got fat and stopped being cool. I don't know about that. It was just, he kind of, it's kind of like what happens to people when they go to AEW right now. They had a, a pretty bloated roster, so you kind of get lost in the shuffle a little bit. You said you get lost in the shuffle and you just got a G-R-A-B-T-H-E-M-C-A-K-E-S. Grab them cakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Wait. <laughs> for, a wrestling, for a wrestling guy, you didn't know what I was talking about. Right you just said enough. it real fast. and, and, and yeah. G-R-A-B-T-H-A-M-C-A-K-E-S. Grab them cakes. I don't know what she says. Um, yeah, the season not as controversial as seasons past. Oh, there's a Luna episode I haven't seen. The Luna ones from last season. Yeah, you didn't catch up on last season. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I'm 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 missing out some episodes. Yeah, I mean, you can only do dark. Se- Did you watch any of the Tales from the Territories yeah. episodes? Yeah. I liked those. All right, they were really more mostly like feel good ones. Like Dark Side of the Ring, like they're supposed to, like there's an expectation that like they're gonna be bad. Like they all can't be the New Jack episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, or uh, even like the Nick Gage episode. Even though that one was wasn't as funny, it was kind of funny, but. Made him a star for two or three weeks, two or three months. Yeah. Um, Made it a big deal that he put Cardona over. The the plane ride from hell episode is kind of like the the big like controversial one. That why was so controversial about that? So uh, Rick Flair. Oh okay, yeah, that was that. Oh yeah, Flair got in trouble for that, and Tommy Dreamer got in trouble. I was gonna say Tommy Dreamer got in trouble. Mike Kyoto got in trouble. Tommy Dreamer get, catching strays. Um, I, I don't. Mike Kyoto is gonna get himself in a lot more trouble. But that girl, um, who like, was doing the accusing, like she like wound up to have like a very seedy background as well. So like, I'm like, wow, there were really no winners out of like this is like a net, like Jr. got pissed at Darkseid, and, and I thought he said he was gonna stop doing them. Um, as a result, but I think he was still on this season. Like. Why I know why you do those episodes because Dark Side of the Ring isn't supposed to be for me or you. Yeah, it's for other people, and yeah. then we just watch it because it's like 
it's like listening to songs you know and like over and over again but I, c- I could give two fucks about the plane ride from hell or the montreal screw job at this point yeah i'm I'm done with montreal like I'm, even, i've been done for probably 10 years yeah even like the owen episode i'm just like i mean it was a little bit more and also like i can't really stomach it still yeah the benoit one was like really more about eddie, eddie. it was yeah it was. so like that was a little interesting like now give me dino bravo all day because like I mean, I guess I didn't find out anything I didn't know then, but the Snook episode, I knew everything that they talked about. Yeah. Like, I'm not finding anything. Even, like, remember when um, they did that Andre documentary, the HBO one? Like, you got to see it. Like, I know everything they're going to talk about. There's no Andre stories that they're going to put on TV that I don't already know. Um. I forget what show it was. I think it was a fit for an autopsy show at the Palladium um, or something like that. And Josh Staples was like doing his podcast outside. Yeah. And he like put the microphone up to me. He was talking to me about stuff. And I was just, all I did was talk about the Andre the Giant documentary and Andre the Giant's dick for like five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Dude, I don't even have a good Josh impression, but. Yes, it is. Acceptable. <laughs> Do you, you think you had a big who, dick, dude? Who, who you got in the UFC fights this week? It's Friday. <laughs> yeah, I should ask Josh. I got if I'm looking for UFC picks, I have two people I ask, and then but Josh should be a good person to ask too. He's he, all three of these. The, assuming he's the third, all three of these people are unrealistic people. I actually went down a uh, a UFC uh old ufc like oh it's fighter. pretty good if you if you uh if you're like if you're picking the groceries on that it's pretty great our pal slick uh went to chicago for a godzilla festival sounds like a true jive soul bro yeah he he uh he said don fry was there and i was like oh yeah don fry so i was like yeah of course i'm gonna put up the don fry uh uh fucking what what's his name uh I, I I know his name. I I can't think of it right now. Don, um, give me a second. I'm I'm looking it up right now. I just don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you'll you'll see. Oh, you'll see. You will see. Uh, Yoshihiro Takayama. So I watched the Don Fry versus uh, Takayama match, and um, that led me down to Don Fry fight pipeline and pride fighting and stuff so i got i saw don fry versus uh ken shamrock after that and that, it was when ken shamrock had those long sideburns yeah so i was like oh yeah let me watch this his his uh his tna sideburns exactly yeah it was 2002 okay um so um don fry won that and then i saw geez ken shamrock versus royce gracie and uh that was terrible but uh ken shamrock versus dan the b severin those are also terrible too ken shamrock won in like a second the uh they have the first i think two or three ufc events complete on youtube yeah it's like those are the ones i like i guess like once you start getting tank abbott fights are pretty funny um tank abbott i think he do you fight kimbo um I think there's a Tank Abbott Kimbo Slice fight. I don't think so. I'm... Or there wasn't Kimbo fucked. Oh, there is. Kimbo fucked him up. Yeah. 
I've I've seen it. You are right. There is because that was like on a that was on like a uh, Friday night thing. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it since probably it happened. Elite XC. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, before Bellator, there was Elite XC. Kimbo Slicer's David Abbott. Kimbo <laughs> Slicer isn't his real name. I don't think. His son, God, Kimbo Slicer's so fucking cool. R.I.P. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. His son looks like a fucking, like a person you don't want to fucking fight. Kimbo Slice looked like the person I don't want to fight. Well, he definitely didn't. Like, see, you remember the, you obviously saw the backyard fight video, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's how he got famous. Yeah. That's how he eats. That was Shaq's college. Shaq's college? Yeah. Shaq got famous in college. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Backyard's fight was, was how he got famous. Uh, I'm going to end this thing now, though. Kevin Ferguson Jr. Yeah. He's 31. That's all. Okay, end it. They say your heart is made out of stone. You got me hanging by a string. My friends all tell me you're back to the bone. Won't you please give your bone to me? Then you are gone.